The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello everyone and welcome to the Entrepreneur Story, the new season of the Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, consultant, coach, and mostly what I do these days is supporting entrepreneurs grow their life and their businesses. I have two big passion in life, one for people and one for businesses. So seeing people and businesses grow, it is what gives me a sense of purpose. In this new season, I'll be focusing on sharing secrets to open and grow any businesses. These are the stories nobody shares, the tips, the real truths of what it means to have a business and live an entrepreneurial life. Nobody prepares us to be or become an entrepreneur. There is no specific school for it, and most of successful entrepreneurs who can share their stories are too busy to do so. So providing you have wondered, would it be good for me to have my own business? Do I really have what it takes to be successful? Or now that I started and see the struggle with it, should I keep going or stop before it's too late? Or gosh, I really work hard. I wonder why my business is not longer growing. This and so many more answers in this new season. While you may listen to this podcast while driving or doing something in parallel, I will definitely encourage you to take notes, at least for the tips and things to do, as this is the best way not only to remember, but also to implement, because the key is implementation. And as most entrepreneurs have no time, we'll keep it short, 10-15 minutes per week, so you can actually make time for you and your business. People ask me, is this the right moment to start something different, to be innovative, to implement things? Sure it is. Most of us are afraid to invest or even start working with an expert to find ways further. This podcast could be the affordable way to actually start doing and see the results before you decide to invest in working with someone. Ready? Let us start this beautiful story of entrepreneurs. Hello, my dear friends and listening, and welcome back to your entrepreneur stories. Well, for most of you probably realize that uh, we are already in the, in the summer mood, we are in July already, and a lot of us may be uh, taking some holidays, uh, which is always good. And generally what we are doing for I Am in Paris is that we are taking a small break for the summer, but also we are using this break to actually uh, reconsider our business and think further of how we can improve our business for the remaining part of the year, for the second part of the year. And I was thinking that maybe for for this episode and maybe for the following one, it will be good to to have a look back and see how these first six months of the year actually went for you because we are still in a crisis and because things are still a little bit complex all around the world and also see how you can move forward and improve for the next six months of the year or actually five months of the year, the remaining part. 
So hopefully this is interesting for you. So what I would like to do today is to give you a little bit of steps of how to move forward with, with the second part of the year and eventually some ideas that will help you grow your business or uh, overall grow your profit uh, before the end of the year. So hopefully you enjoyed. Ready? Let's go. The question is how far you went into this year? And for those who are not joining our I am in Paris meetings, uh, you may not know, but one of the things that we are doing in our meetings is always start with a gratitude exercise. And why am I talking about gratitude right now? It's because wherever you are right now, whatever the results of the first semester have been, you can still be proud of yourself because you're still here. You're still able to listen to that. And most probably something good happened in this first six months. And generally what we are doing is that we are naming three things that we are grateful for our business uh, and three things that we are grateful for ourselves in this first six months of the year. So maybe you can pause right now and take a, a few minutes just to think and write down those three things. Again, three things you're grateful for from a business perspective and three things that, three things that you are grateful for from a personal perspective. Okay? Welcome back. So hopefully by going back and remembering those good things uh, that are generating this feeling of gratitude, you are in a better space, better energetical place to actually look forward to what is happening and what is still to come. Now, you may wonder how can you still make this year a winning year for your business? And basically, I will give it three steps that may help you move forward with that. The first one is like always creating what do you mean as a forecast for 2021? And when we create a forecast or update the forecast, if you if you already had one in the beginning of the year, which is normally the, the good practice, when we come back and do a second forecast after the first semester, we actually upgrade the reality of the first six months and we adapt the next six months of the year into the forecast, right? So the way we are doing that, um, we are always created three types of scenario, right? The first one will be, what is my ideal scenario? Uh, how much do I still want to make between now and the end of the year? What was my ideal scenario in the beginning of the year and where I am right now? Is it something that creates excitement? Is it something that I look forward to reach it? Right? When we are talking about ideal scenario, we are not talking about anything that is not possible. We are talking about things that we really want to make happen. Okay? So the ideal scenario will be providing everything goes well in my business where I will be between now and the end of the year, in the next six months, let's say, right? Considering where I'm starting from, which is six months of the year we already have uh, been done and I already have those figures. Now, the second scenario that I always create is worst case scenario. What is the advantage of that one? If the ideal scenario focuses on creating excitement, what is happening when everything goes well, the worst case scenario has this advantage of focusing on, on the risks and therefore focusing on how we can mitigate them. The worst case scenario means, okay, providing you know, this risk is happening, risk this is happening, this risk is happening, where I will be by the end of the year. By the way, this is not a morbid scenario. It is something that is taking into account all the risks that can happen. 
And I'm not talking about the probability of those to happen, but providing they will happen, because let's say, I don't know, one of my clients, I know they have financial difficulties, so they may stop working with us or they may stop paying us, right? That will go into a worst case scenario. Or uh, I don't know, the border are closed because of COVID and I cannot travel to see my clients. That, that, that goes into a worst case scenario as well, isn't it? But before I, I get panicked about it, I imagine what that can be, what could be the risk, and also I imagine scenario. What are options do I have in order to mitigate the risk? Hope this resonates. And finally, the third scenario that I'm always creating is the one that is called happy ways. So that, that happy ways scenario, um, it gives a sense of reality and ready now. Once I imagine the best that can happen, once I imagine the worst that can happen, I imagine also a more pragmatic scenario, which is giving me this sense of reality and this sense of I am ready for this. Okay, so this is the scenario I can actually work with. A little bit further. Now, once I'm doing that, I'm creating my figures, my reports. As I said, uh, for those working with us, you know that we are creating those forecasts at the beginning of the year. And for the next six months, for the last six months, sorry, normally you had that kind of um, idea of how you've done every single month of the year. Before going into the next forecast between now and the end of the year, you want to upgrade into existing files. By the way, these are like Excel files, nothing too complicated that we are calling, you know, uh, profit and loss forecast uh, where we have the sales, the cost and the profit. And um, if you don't remember those, there is definitely an episode in this season about figures and how to create it. So please go back and listen to that. But I'm, I'm Assuming that you already have your forecast for 2021, all we need to know is to upgrade the, the real data, uh, the real month by month from January to June, and then upgrade our forecast accordingly with the new data that we have. So we know where we'll be by the end of the year. And then I'm not only creating the figures report when we am doing this forecast um, for the end of the year, but also what we are called the quality report, which means um, what will be uh, something that your business will like to achieve, right? So go into more qualitative information than quantitative information. Qualitative information can be maybe I want to uh, upgrade to a better tool uh, or maybe I want to buy a new company or maybe I want to, um, I don't know, uh, have new clients, something like that, right? The reason I'm doing that, when I, when I create a forecast, the, the, the thing that we are always sharing with, with our members and my, my personal clients is that we have to dream it and believe it in order to achieve it, right? So the step number one is dream it, believe it, so you will achieve it. Step one, create your own forecast for the remaining six months. Now, the second step is um, once we have that ideal, right? So we know where we'll stand at December, end of December 2021, right? Now what I want to do is to make sure that that forecast is becoming reality. Therefore, the step number two means I'm creating our uh, own monthly retro planning. What is that it's a retro planning? It's something that is telling you what do you need to achieve each month in order to reach your 2021 uh, end of December goal. That means that we want to make sure that 
each month we check this reality versus the forecast where I am right now versus what I forecast is to be. And the first six months of the year, it's a great exercise to actually see, okay, where did I said I will be by uh, mid of the year, by end of June, where I actually am, where did I say I want to be at the end of this year, and what is the difference? Because once I know what is the gap, I can accord, I can adjust, sorry, my action plan accordingly. Now, I always say that the key for step two is remembering this key learning. What gets measured gets focused. What gets focused gets results. I probably, it's one of the phrases that I say the most, and I know not everybody's keen of, you know, reports and figures, but trust me, the more we are measuring something, the more we get focused on it. And the more we get focused, the more we get results. And if you don't like figures, financial figures, although here is, uh, you know, something for entrepreneurs, think about it when you want to lose weight, isn't it? You want to get those measurements, right? Because the more we are measuring, the more we get focused on that, you know. Um, when you go on a scale and you see the results, oh, sorry, you see the, the figure, then you know that you want to focus on that. You, you have some more motivation into, okay, how much do I need to actually eat today? You know, how many calories or how much exercise or so on and so forth, because my focus is in that objective, right? And the more I get focused on it, right, the more I'm, I'm paying attention to how much calorie I'm, I'm eating and how much exercising or, you know, how many calories I'm spending the more I get results. That's all. It's the same in business, nothing too complicated. And finally, the step number three goes into making sure that you have new ideas every single month. You know, study shows that the more ideas a business implement, the more chances for that business to grow. So what you want is uh, at least to have one idea per month that is implemented. And, you know, providing you started with us in the beginning of the year, you had at least 12 ideas because we always give this uh, information about to have at least a new idea per month. But even if you didn't do it for, uh, for, for, for real since the beginning of 2021, you still have um, a way of moving forward. There is never too late. There is never too late. The only thing we cannot change is yesterday. But right now we are creating the foundation of tomorrow. So independent where you are from a business perspective right now, you can still change that by the end of 2021. Now, when we are talking about um, a new business idea, the question is, of course, not all ideas are good. Yet, most people will go into not implementing any of the ideas and stay comfortable or not, by the way, in the status quo. Um, and that is absolutely dangerous, particularly in this time of crisis. And by the way, you can also create what we are calling a parking list of ideas. Um, I like this idea of parking list because sometimes we have an idea and we forget about it. It's just coming and then because I didn't write it down, I forget it. But when I write it down, I have actually a reservoir of uh, ideas that can change something for my business. And then the day I'm not creative, but I know that there is something that I want to implement this month, for example, what is my new idea for July? If I don't have any, I can always go back on my parking list, pick something from there. And by the way, in the parking list, you can always prioritize your idea. Um, you can always, um, you know, be creative. 
uh, you can always come back and you know uh, do this matrix of how uh, relevant it is and how urgent it is right all those things are helping you moving actually further so please remember to schedule at least one white new idea per month so at the end of the of the year you will from now till the end of the year you will have at least six new ideas and the more ideas you implement the more chances for you to actually work better and have better results and remember this um, core thing an idea not implemented has no return basically an idea worth nothing if it's not implemented but when we are focusing on actually going and implementing new ideas what really happens is that we do find ideas and you do implement them so hopefully these three steps are helping you and you are moving forward with this um, business uh, that you're uh, having or the one that you are about to launch i absolutely wish you for that and in the next episode i'll give you probably a little bit more idea about you know what are these kind of things that you can implement in order to change your business and move a little bit further till then please write to us and let us know what are your business challenges over the summer so we can give you a little bit more insights of how to face those challenges and be successful thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching ebooks and mastermind programs please visit mitraluka.com